You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. It is Crystal Iram here, and I am very happy to be here with all of you. I'm so excited. And today I want to talk about masculine and feminine energy. And I want to talk about how it shows up in dating briefly, but I really want to, I really want to actually focus on the role that masculine and feminine energy play when it comes to manifesting. So we're going to talk about some of the energetics here. Um, So this is going to be really, really good, really juicy and interesting. Okay. So masculine and feminine energy. We'll start at the beginning, right? So the basics. When we're talking about dating, here's what I want to start with. Everybody, every man and every woman has both masculine and feminine energy in them. All right. But the way we want to think about this is the feminine is going to be the receiving energy. Okay. And the masculine is going to be the provider or the giving energy. It's also a protective energy. So that's how we can think about it at the most basic level. And I don't want to spend too much time on this today because I really want to get into more of the energetics of the way that this works in manifesting because this is actually very interesting. But this is the reason why, you know, most of the women that come into my world, they're very high achieving women, right? So when you're going about the world, you're probably activating your masculine very frequently because when you're working, you're usually going to be in your masculine. When you're setting goals, you're going to be in your masculine. When you're achieving, when you're being ambitious, when you're moving forward in your life in that way, you're going to be in your masculine. So most of the women that I work with have pretty active masculine energies, but they still want masculine energy men, right? Meaning they want a man who's going to be the leader in the relationship, someone who's going to take charge, who's going to be the one pursuing things and moving things forward. So that means they have to sort of switch, you know, even if in their working life, they're often in their masculine, they have to soften into their feminine. This is sort of like the most basic thing. And here's one thing that a lot of women have a really hard time with. If you're successful, if you're a successful woman, you may look at the success you've created in your life and you think to yourself, you know, look at all that I've done, right? Like, I am so smart. I'm so well-educated. I've got this great job. I want a man who's on my level. This is something that I hear really frequently. Women say, I want a man who's at least on my level, if not higher than me. And what they're saying is, I want a man who earns as much money as I do, if not more. And that's a perfectly fine thing to want. If you say, I want someone who's financially stable, I want someone who's financially well-off, you're allowed to want that. But here's what you really have to understand is that men are not judging you by the same criteria that you are judging men. To say, I want someone who makes money, that is a provider energy. You're looking for that provider energy. But what a lot of women do is because that's what they want, they think men are looking for the same things. But you're thinking of yourself as a provider. You're saying, I want a great provider because I am a great provider. 
And that's not how it works. It's not that there's anything wrong with you as a woman making a ton of money or being very high achieving or loving your career. All of those things are perfectly fine and acceptable. But you have to realize that those are not things that are making you attractive to the kind of men that you want. Those are not the sort of things that are drawing men in, right? Those are not the sort of things that are going to make a man fall in love with you. Now, every man is going to have his own preferences, right? So if a guy says that one of the things that I think is really sexy is a woman who's ambitious, he might appreciate your energy around that. He might appreciate that you are focused on your work. And he's like, oh, it's really hot or it's really cute that you're so focused on your work. But what you have to understand is that that is going to be really more about the energy, right? Like he's not going to care if you're a CEO versus a woman who does something that you don't think is as prestigious as what you do. You might not see yourself as being on the same level as a woman who, you know, doesn't have such a high paying job, but who still has ambition. And he might measure you exactly the same. So it's really going to come down to like, what is the energy behind this? What is this really about? And what is this sort of representing? Okay. So that's one thing that I wanted to just mention. So like I said, we all have this masculine and feminine energy within us. But here's something that you may not be aware of. When you are manifesting, when you are trying to intentionally call in something, for example, trying to call in a relationship, you're going to have to activate both the masculine within you and the feminine within you. So what I mean is this. When you decide, I want something, I want to call something in, here's what I want. This is what I want it to look like. That is the feminine within you. That is the feminine part of your energy being activated, okay? So the feminine is choosing. The feminine is choosing the desire. This is what I want. The part of you, the energy within you that brings that in is the provider within you, the masculine energy that already exists within you, okay? So to manifest, you have to activate both parts of yourself, both this feminine energy, which is deciding, here's my desire, here's what I want to create, as well as the masculine, which is able to provide. Here's what's really important to understand, and this is why this is really challenging for a lot of people. The masculine, as in actual human men, but also the masculine within yourself, requires trust, okay? So we can think about the way that human men operate to understand the way that the masculine within us operates as well. If you ask a guy to do something, if you say, you know, babe, can you get my oil change for me? And he says, yeah, of course, I'll take care of it. And then 20 minutes later, you say, do you remember that I asked you to get my oil changed? And then an hour later, you're like, have you got my oil changed yet? And then at the end of the day, did you get my oil changed? Like, when are you going to do that? When is my oil going to be changed? And you're like, harassing. And he's going to be like, I already said I would take care of it. Why are you bugging me about this? And you're just like, well, I just want to make sure my oil gets changed. Like, that's it. I just want to make sure it happens. Like, I didn't know if you remembered. Is it even important to you? Did you write it down? When are you going? And he's like, okay, just do it yourself. Forget it. Right. Because you're not giving any trust. Right. So it just becomes that you're nagging. There's no trust. You're saying, I don't actually trust that you're going to follow through. So he's not, he's not going to do it. He'd rather not bother. So the same thing happens within yourself. So here's what I mean. 
You say, here's what I desire. This is what I want. That's that feminine energy within you is saying, this is my standard. This is what I want to create for myself. Now you have to place trust in the masculine that exists within you for it to actually come in. So when we're manifesting, what does that look like? It means that you actually have to have a level of faith and belief in what you're going to create. So when you say, here's what I want, here's what I want to manifest. And then all of a sudden you start worrying about it. Well, is it actually going to happen? Did I set too big of a goal? What do, I, what do I need to do now? I'm worried. This might not work. When you do that, you're killing the magic. You're killing the masculine within you. It's the exact same way that it works with a human man. You're not going to be able to manifest what you want because you're not having any faith in your own ability to manifest something. You don't have faith that it can actually happen. So the feminine... Is setting the standard. It's deciding, here's the desire. This is what I want. But then what the feminine has to do is keep standards very high. That is how you become magnetic and most attractive to the masculine within you. That's how you actually get what you want. So you have to think about it like the feminine is setting the standard, but it's also the vessel. Okay. So let's say, for example, I mean, obviously, this is the clearest example because we're talking about relationships, right? So let's say that the desire that the feminine is setting is I want a happy, healthy, loving, committed relationship with a really high quality, amazing man whom I love. Okay, so that's what you want. Now, the feminine before the masculine is going to do anything also needs to hold a container. Okay, you want to think about it like you're a vessel, you're the container. So you want to have a strong container. Like think about it if you had if you had any kind of container, if you have a mug that's leaking, you're not going to hold anything. You're not going to be able to hold what you want. So as the feminine, the feminine within you, the way that you create a strong magnetic container that can hold what you want is by keeping your standards high. And the only way you're really able to keep your standards high is when you're already activating that faith, when you're believing you get to have what you want. So here's what this might look like. I want a loving relationship. I want a really high quality man. I'm going to keep my standards high because I want to make sure that as the feminine vessel, as a container, I am magnetic and I'm strong and I'm able to hold what I want. So I'm going to keep my standards high. I might meet someone who doesn't want what I want. He's sexy and he's fun, but he does not want a relationship. So if I'm going to create a strong vessel, I'm going to say, you're wonderful in so many ways, but we don't want the same things. This doesn't meet my standard. That's how you strengthen the container. When you can prove that you have a strong container, that's when the masculine within you is like, obviously, I'm going to bring whatever you want. I'm going to bring you everything you want because I know that you can hold it. When you do not show that you're actually able to hold it, the masculine within you is not going to deliver the things that you want, right? Because you have a leaky container. It's like the masculine within you isn't going to want to go to work. It's not going to allow the magic to happen because all the good is just going to sort of drift out. It's a leaky container. Here's the thing that's hard about this. It's always going to start with you. You're going to have to take the action first. You're going to have to show that your standards are high. And there is a good chance that your standards are not high. And the reason I know this is because most women confuse pickiness with having high standards. 
they think that they have high standards because they're really picky. Well, I'm really picky. You know, I don't want to settle. I want someone who's over six feet. He has to make at least 150K. He needs to be tall, dark, and handsome. He has to come from a good family. He needs to have gone to this kind of school. So obviously, I have really high standards, right? And that's not what standards are about. You're allowed to want some of those objective criteria. We've spoken about this before, the difference between subjective and objective qualities. The standards are going to be about more of the subjective qualities and the way someone is showing up for you. I don't care what someone's resume looks like. If he does not treat you well, if he is not showing up for you, and if he doesn't desire the same kind of relationship that you do with you, then you're just being picky and your standards are low. Right. A lot of times women have very, they're very picky, very particular about the way someone needs to look or act or how they show up in the world. And they're receiving subpar treatment. So, you know, it's like whenever that's the case, you know that there's an issue with low standards. What this shows up as a lot of the time is like you're in a situation ship, right? Like you're hooking up with someone who doesn't want a relationship with you. And you're like, I really want to get married. But in the meantime, I'm just going to hook up with the guy down the hallway because, you know, why not? Or because I don't know when it's going to happen. Or, you know, you have a crush on someone who, you know, doesn't really feel the same way about you, but like you're still spending time with them sort of torturing yourself. Right. So you're having these low standards. And so obviously it's going to be hard to manifest what you want because the masculine's not bringing you anything because you've got low standards and you've got a weak, leaky container. So you've got to raise your standards. The mirror doesn't smile before you do. All of this is so connected. The mirror doesn't smile before you do. You are the image. The world is a reflection. The mirror doesn't smile before you do. So when you say, I'm going to have high standards, it's going to be very challenging at first. You're going to feel tested. And it's not that like the universe is testing you or anyone is trying to stop you from having what you want or God doesn't want you to have what you want or anything like that. It's just making sure that your container is strong enough to hold what you really want. And it's the same way that, you know, we can see people who win the lottery, right? Like people who win the mega millions or the Powerball. And obviously it's life changing. But what happens to the majority of them is that they lose everything within three years. Okay. Most of what they won, they lose because they can't hold it. We all have a point of equilibrium. We have set points for what we're able to hold energetically, a certain level of happiness, a certain level of love, a certain level of wealth and success. And it's in our nature to do everything we can to maintain that. So when something starts shifting too far one way or another, we can't hold it. And we, this is when we start self-sabotaging. This is when, you know, you randomly get sick. This is when you start fighting, picking fights with, you know, the guy that you're seeing or with your friend. This is when you start slacking off at work and, you know, your boss is, is questioning you, right? Because we're trying to return to that state of equilibrium when it feels like things are too good. It doesn't feel safe in your system because it's not familiar. So it's the same thing here where it's like, It's not that you're being stopped from having what you want. It's making sure that your standards are actually being raised. I mean, here's the thing. All of the things that you're doing right now, this journey that you are taking for yourself, yes, you're doing it for yourself, but like that's the point, okay? When you're like, I'm becoming my best self for me, like without, you know, the motive of trying to get a guy, that's when you're going to be stepping into your highest and best and most attractive self. 
right? Like just because you're not intentionally looking for someone right now doesn't mean you're not taking the right actions. When you're pouring into yourself in this way, when you're loving yourself, when you're just like becoming a version of you that's like, obviously, I'm going to have an amazing man. Look at this amazing life I'm living. I'm so happy. Like that's magnetic. Like that's the kind of woman that people are going to want to be with. That's the kind of man you'd want to be with, right? I wouldn't overthink it. I think when the time is right and maybe it'll feel like a sudden where you wake up one morning and you're like, I'm ready to date. I'm going to go online dating or I'm going to do this, that or the other thing. Or maybe it'll just sort of feel like a, a nudge. You start getting nudges where it's like, hmm, maybe I'm kind of open to this again. Or maybe you'll just meet someone and you're like, oh, I, I didn't even look for you. You just popped into my life. But I wouldn't overthink it. If you feel like you're well aligned with your own intuition, listen to that. That is always going to be the best the best course of action. So I hope it served you all well. Enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.